ഹലോ ആൻഡ് വെൽക്കം ടു സംഘം ലിറ്റ് ദിസ് ഇസ് നന്ദിനി കാർക്കി ആൻഡ് ഇൻ ദിസ് എപ്പിസോഡ് വി ലിസൺ ടു എ ഡിസ്ക്രിപ്ഷൻ ഓഫ് എ കിങ്സ് ലാൻഡ് ആസ് ഡെപിക്റ്റഡ് ഇൻ സംഘം ലിറ്ററി വർക്ക് പുറനാനൂറ് തേർട്ടീൻ പെൻഡ് അബൌട്ട് ദ ചോള കിങ് മുടിത്തലൈ കോപ്പെർ നർ കിള്ളി ബൈ ദ പോയറ്റ് ഉറയൂർ ഏനിച്ചേരി മുടമോസിയാർ The verse is situated in the category of Padantine, or praise of a king and wishes safety for the king who finds himself in a precarious situation. Even yar yenguvai ayin, evane puli nira kavasam poombori chidaya, yeigane kilitta pagatti yelil marbin, marali anna kalitri misayone, kalire munnir valangnaavai polavum, പൽമീൻ നാപ്പൻ തിങ്കൾ പോലവും സുരവിനത്ത് അന്ന വാളോർ മൊയ്പ്പ മറിയോർ അറിയാതെ മൈന്തു പട്ടൻറ്റേ നോയിലൻ ആകി പെയർഗതിൽ അമ്മ പളന മങ്ങൈ ഉകുത്ത പീലി കളനി ഉളവർ സൂട്ടൊടു തൊകുക്കും കൊളുമീൻ വിളൈന്ത കള്ളിൻ വിളനീർ വേലിനാട് കിളവോനേ A curious context is mentioned with regard to this poem. Apparently, the poet seems to be looking out from the fort of the Chera king, Anduvan Cheral Irumpore, and talking to him about this Chola king, Koppir Narkilli, as the later approaches the king's fort. Is the Chola king laying siege to the Chera king's fort as is usually the case? Let's delve into the translation of the poet's words to find out. You ask me, who is he? He is one who wears an armor made of tiger skin whose surface is ruined by arrows that came flying towards his vast and handsome chest. He sits atop an elephant akin to the god of death. That elephant appears like a ship that sails in the seas and also like the moon that moves amidst many stars as swordsmen swarm around it akin to sharks not heeding its tamer the elephant is in the throes of must i pray that he parts away without any affliction in his land farmers gather peacock feathers lying in their fields and add these to paddy sheets with fleshy fish age toddy and fence like flowing waters spreads the country he rules time to delve into the nuances and unravel the mystery in this song the poet starts by making it known to us that someone has asked him a question about another man this someone is none other than the chera king irumpore we talked about earlier and he wants to know who that person they are looking at just then is In turn the poet explains that the person they are seeing is a king wearing a tiger skin as a shield and one that seems to have faced the fury of enemy arrows on the region close to this king's white chest the reference to tiger skin is a subtle tribute to the colors of the chola country which features a tiger on its flag from the tiger the poet turns to the elephant the king is sitting on appearing like the god of death himself next the spotlight falls on the elephant which the poet places in parallel to two different similes that of a ship in the midst of the ocean waters and of the white moon in the midst of the starfield sky 
Favoring the ship simile more, the poet talks about how swordsmen swarm all around the elephant akin to sharks in the sea. In the midst of this majestic image, the poet spots that the elephant is not in control for it seems to have turned wild and is thrashing about, minding not its tamer's calls. At this time, the poet makes a wish that the king returns safely without any wounds from that place. Before he concludes, the poet talks about how peacocks roam the land of this ruler and the farmers there collect the fallen peacock feathers along with bundles of paddy they've just harvested. Not only this plant food, but also plenty of animal food in the form of fish, as well as delicious drinks such as well-aged toddy, is to be found in the king's land, made fertile by the roaring river, which acts as a wall to the nation, the poet says. The roaring river mentioned here is none other than the Kaveri River, which flowed through the Chola lands, making them the rice bowl of the ancient world, no doubt. Taking in these words of the poet to the Chera king about another ruler from another land, it becomes clear that the Chola king is not waging war just then. For how would the poet wish well for another king if he is about to attack the king he is talking to? Some sources do mention that it was a friendly visit by the Chola king to this Chera king's palace and this is the moment the poet chooses to celebrate and wish well for the Chola king. Thanks to this verse of a king's praise, we get to explore the riches of a river-fed ancient nation. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sangam Lit and journeying with me to ancient lands and mines. Please visit nandinikarki.com to share your thoughts and do spread the word about Sangam Lit. Until next time, Nandri Vanakkam.